all my lovelies, and welcome to another episode of The Mummy Vibe. I'm your host, Kira, because at this point, it would be weird if I wasn't. So, to all you new moms, old moms, veteran moms, moms in the thick of it, moms soon to be, and all the moms in between, grab your favorite comfort drink of choice, whether that's wine, tea, or something with caffeine, and join me for a little chat. Can we just talk about how frustrating it is to be a mom in public nowadays? I have three kids. I know that I've said that almost every single episode of this podcast, but I have three kids. So me taking my kids out is chaotic because the oldest is turning six and the youngest is two. And so taking them out by myself is near impossible because one of them is going to throw a fit. One of them has to be carried everywhere or else she will just flop to the ground and then bolt somewhere else. And I constantly have to be yelling at my other two to like stay where they need to be, keep their hands where they need to be. And you have to sit there and monitor every little thing. And your head has to be on a swivel because there's potential threats everywhere because we live in a day and age where nobody's watching out for your kids except for you and maybe the company you brought with you. But if you are a mom by yourself, you are the only person taking any notice of your children. And maybe you're lucky and you'll have a bystander if something happens, come and help you. But that is not a guarantee in this day and age, which is absolutely appalling that we live in a day and age where we don't have villages. No, you're supposed to do this all on your gosh darn own. And if something happens, it's a tragedy, but we're not going to do anything about it. People only look at you when your kids are going crazy like you're a bad person for letting your children be children. And it just blows my mind of how much people without kids look down on tired mothers trying their best to sit there and just look down and think, control your kid. I'm trying. Gosh darn it. I'm trying the hardest that I can. I am teaching these people how to be decent human beings. That takes time and that takes a lot of chaos. Does. Oh, the amount of chaos you have to put up with. It is absolutely astounding. But you know, shame on me for letting my children take up space and exist and have feelings and emotions, right? You know, what's also sad is we live in a world where women have to have a conversation whether or not it's okay to breastfeed their kid out in public. Some people are like, we'll just cover up. And some people are like, you shouldn't even be feeding them. You should go to a bathroom, which, excuse me, going to a bathroom to feed a child is gross and disgusting. Have you ever seen a public restroom? You don't know who has been on there doing what. I'm sorry. Why are you making a newborn eat in a bathroom? Like, check your privilege. Check whatever boxes you need to check to reevaluate where you are in life to think that it's okay to tell a mother to go feed her kid in the bathroom. Am I right? When I was breastfeeding, I would cover up for modesty purposes when I was outside my home. For modesty purposes, because that's where I felt comfortable. But some children do not like being covered and they will not latch if they're covered. It's the truth of the matter. And for you to sit there and try to force a woman to cover herself because of what? guys who can't control themselves or other people who can't sit there and explain to their young child that a mother is just feeding her baby. That is how a baby eats. No, they have to make it inappropriate. That sounds like a you problem if I ever heard one. You have a problem not over-sexualizing my body. I feel spicy this episode. (laughs) I feel spicy with frustration and anger. It's probably because uh, 
our uh, house inspection. They um, we cleaned it like the best we could. Of course, there's crayons on the walls because my kids are creative like me, and it's really hard to get crayon off the wall. We're probably gonna have to paint the walls over. But the renter company sat there and was like, "We can't even send these pictures to the owners." It's really just extra cleaning that they want to get done. There's some very obvious ones like fixing the broken window that we need to do. The yard's understandable. But they act like our house was a complete disaster zone. Like we spent a good amount of time cleaning it to make sure it wasn't this disaster zone. But heaven forbid a house looks lived in. Heaven forbid children make a house messy wasn't like the house was self-destructing. It wasn't like the house was falling apart, but it wasn't clean enough. So we have to re-clean it and take more pictures. Like, if you don't want your house to look lived in, don't rent your house out to people who have small children. If that is honestly how you feel, you should be very upfront when you rent out the property that it should be pristine at all times and that you don't want small children or pets in the home. You want to have that policy? That is your right to have that policy. But don't sit there and act appalled because a house looks lived in when they have three kids. Let's talk about another thing. Let's talk about the store. The store in itself is this big old place filled with stuff. The anxiety having to go to a store by yourself with your children is already a lot because you know your kids are going to be bouncing off the walls trying to grab stuff. Now, my kids are pretty decent at keeping their hands in the cart. They're not always running off, so it's not so hard. But I know that not all kids are the same, and some kids are harder to deal with at a store than others. There's a lot of stuff going on in the store. Moms also have to keep their heads on a swivel because there's danger everywhere. You don't know who is sitting there and thinking about stealing your kids. And that's a thing we have to think about constantly. Who is a threat? I don't know, maybe that's just a me thing, but I think that most moms sit there with their head on a constant swivel out in public because you never know who is a threat to your kids. It is anxiety-inducing for me to take my kids anywhere, even with my husband, because I know my husband. I love him. Love him to death. He does not always have his head on a swivel, so I have to do it almost all the time when we're out in public. And it's draining, and it's exhausting. And then people have the gall to sit there and judge you Because your kids are a little bit rowdy in a public space. Oh, boo-hoo. They're little tiny humans trying to be humans. What's your excuse? Am I right? The amount of adults throwing fits nowadays and acting like small children who don't know how to human properly is astounding. And these are the same people that will judge you because your kids are taking up their space. There are adult spaces, mind you, in the world. There are bars and places where kids are not allowed to go, and I fully support those places. Those places should exist where kids are not allowed because there are things in the world that kids should not be exposed to. There are things in the world that are just meant for adults. But do not go to a kid's space that is meant for kids or that kids are allowed to and then demand there not to be children there. Don't go into a public space where families might be or where children are allowed and get upset because children are being children. We have to remember children are children. They don't know any better. I don't know if I'm the only one who feels this way as a mom, but it is absolutely humiliating having to go to a store or any public place and something happens to your child and you can't get them to stop screaming or throwing a fit. 
and everyone sits there and stares at you with this look of disapproval. Mind you, I also get that look from family members that I don't talk to anymore, so there is that. (laughs) Maybe I'm just more sensitive to those kinds of things, but I just think it just is this great, huge disservice to sit there and look at moms who are trying their best and judging them because their children are being children. You were a kid once. What is so wrong with a kid being a kid? And I feel like everyone who's going to be listening to this podcast knows my pain, and the people who need to hear this aren't going to listen to the podcast, but that's usually how it goes, isn't it? That the people who need to understand and hear this won't give two flying flapjacks how somebody else might feel or walk a day in their shoes. When you have children, when you have a kid, and your social life tends to go out a window because nobody wants to deal with somebody with kids. No one wants to be around kids if they don't have kids themselves. So here I am, 25, and out of luck because nobody wants to hang out with a 25-year-old with three kids. Why would they? I can't do any of the fun stuff on a whim. I can't have a flexible schedule like they need me to because my kids come first. When they get older, I'll be able to do a bunch of fun stuff, but by then, will I have anybody to do it with other than my husband? I don't know. I am learning how to use Discord and things like that, so I'm slowly making friends, and I'm working really hard on trying to get things done with this little project of mine, which is making progress, by the way. But it's still so frustrating, because I have all of the world telling me, basically, I'm doing everything wrong. Fellow moms out here, can we agree that it's just not fair that the world is not built for mothers, even though the world would be nothing without mothers in the first place? Can we just agree how ludicrous this is, that the world is just against motherhood in general at this point? They don't want to give us time with our babies, and we're going to get dinged a lot in any job interviews because if you are a woman with children, this is known to be true, that if you are a woman and children, you are now a risk and you're not as liable as a man with children. Because if a man has a child, he most likely has a woman to take care of the children at home. If a woman has a child, she is the primary caretaker of those kids. And so they are less likely to get hired if you have kids, if you are responsible for children. I mean, I guess that should try to promote more stay-at-home moms, but in the way that the economy is today, it's a privilege to be in a position like I'm in currently. I know that I'm very lucky that my husband has a good paying job along with his disability payments from being in the military that I can afford to stay home with my children. And it's awful that we live in a world where we don't have a good form to help women and moms be mothers. I know this is going to be really controversial right here, so if you don't want to hear a controversial opinion, you might want to skip ahead. But here's the thing. We are so obsessed with things like my body, my choice. We have no idea how that mentality has truly affected being a mom because being a mom is now seen as an inconvenience, not this wonderful thing that it should be, not this amazing sacrifice that women are doing. No, it's an inconvenience. And because we have the excuse of having things like an abortion, well, nothing is ever going to improve about being a mom because we could have just gotten rid of the baby in the first place. If you really needed help, it's not about choice. It's about inconvenience. 
And so instead of making programs to help moms, especially single moms, young moms, helping create a world built for mothers to be mothers, to make it easier, to make it not so much an inconvenience, because it wouldn't be that hard to build a society that will help mothers. It shouldn't be that hard to have a world that is supporting the very people that make future generations happen. But we live in a world, a society that deems you must work until you die and that being a parent is just an inconvenience. That raising your children shouldn't be your priority. It should be working. Your education should be coming before your kids. Everything should come before you become a parent. If you decide to have children before you are in a stable place, well, that sucks for you. You can get rid of it, which is absolutely a disgusting mentality to have. I get it if you are for a choice because there might be reasons and there is a discussion to have around that. But with this overall statement, my body, my choice, with this overall push, this overall way of thinking, it puts mothers in this light of not important inconvenient, even irresponsible. It pushes towards a society that doesn't help mothers, doesn't help parents be parents. So that's why everyone is so stressed out and working themselves. That's why there aren't any as many stay-at-home moms because moms do have to work. There aren't programs there to help mothers, not as much as there should be. And maybe I'm just ignorant to the programs that there should be. Maybe I don't know everything. And the fact that I don't know about programs that would help a mother, especially a single mom, that should say something in itself. That should be widespread knowledge. All the programs that a mother could use and receive to get help. It shouldn't be a darn maze to get assistance when you need it. It shouldn't have to be through so much red tape that it's not worth it. Being a mom is something that is so important in society. A society would not be able to function without mothers. But we live in a society that just doesn't want them. We live in a society that doesn't believe in the village, looks at children as parasites, annoyances, nuisances. And yes, they do get under your skin. And yes, they are chaotic. But you were just like them not too long ago. I guess maybe I'm just overwhelmed and I'm taking in a lot of things and I just feel overall frustrated, but it just feels like there's this attack on motherhood nowadays and it makes a mother feel hopeless that she's doing anything right, that she'll be able to be a mom. We're teaching young women that motherhood isn't worth it. Now, I understand if people want to go child-free. I agree that if you really don't want kids, you shouldn't have kids. But this idea that people who do have kids are the problem isn't fair either. We should be able to celebrate your individual choices and understand that some choices are harder than others. I want to really quickly applaud all you single mothers out there if you're listening. Or mothers who felt single because their husband was away working all the time. Or maybe their husband wasn't as active in child rearing. But to all those women who had to or currently or are taking on the child care alone, you're a rock star. 
You are amazing and I applaud you because I don't think I would be able to do it without my husband by my side. And I got gosh darn lucky with my husband who is an amazing father to my kids and loves helping me with the kids, who really takes on his fatherly duties. I know not everyone has that. And to you women, doing it alone, sitting there and, and doing all of this on your own, working for your kids, doing things in a world that shuns you because you are a mother. You are a freaking superhero. You are amazing. Don't let anyone ever look down on you because you're not this successful woman. Because you do have kids and your kids love you and that is successful enough. You are successful. Maybe not in the eyes of society, but at least in my eyes. If it matters at all to you, in my eyes, you are one of the most successful people because despite the world sitting there and pumbling you into the ground over and over again, you're getting back up to show your kids that yes, you can. Don't let the world hold you down. And that is gosh darn amazing. And that makes you successful. That makes you this absolutely unstoppable force of nature. There's a reason why it's called mother nature and not societal nature. Mother nature is unstoppable. Mothers are unstoppable. When it comes to fighting an uphill battle, that is what we're best at at this point. So even though the world is constantly knocking us down, it seems, every turn we make, just remember you are an unstoppable force of nature. And that is pretty cool in my book. So I will now get off my little soapbox that I've been standing on this whole episode and uh, kind of throw this out to you guys. Do you guys feel, I don't know, stressed out taking your kids out in public? Do you feel like society shuns you because you're a mom? Shuns you because you're a working mom, a stay-at-home mom? Do you feel kind of judged everywhere you go? Or is that just a me thing? I really do want to hear about your experiences. I want to talk about them and interact. We can't have a village if nobody's talking. So you can interact either commenting on this video, we have a Discord, we have a Reddit. You can contact me at, at Twitter, at Kara E. Voice. I would love to hear from you and have real discussions and think about other topics. Because if I'm just talking to a microphone by myself, I'm gonna run out of material and start repeating myself. Maybe, who knows? Like I said, we have a Discord, a Reddit, comments, I would love to see them. I'd love to read them. I'd love to hear from you and how you feel about things. Of course, we will keep it polite, I hope. Also, if you guys want to stay updated on my projects that I'm doing, I'm currently starting to pump out little storyboards of my pilot script. So you can look for that. <laughs> it's definitely on my Twitter and my TikTok, which is Cure Evoice. I hope to hear from you. I hope to interact with you and I hope to see you out and about. So ladies... Don't forget to embrace the chaos, cherish all the moments and memories, and stay perfectly imperfect. This is Kira, signing off, and I will see you next chat. tuning in to this episode proudly presented by the APNM Group, a subsidiary of Alger Productions, LLC. We strive to produce content that informs, entertains, and adds value to your day. 
We value your input and would be delighted to hear your thoughts in the comments about this episode. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, please engage with us in the comments section or via our social media platforms. Your feedback helps us shape our content and uncover new topics that matter to our listeners. If this episode resonated with you, we kindly ask that you rate and review this show on your preferred podcast platform. Sharing this podcast with friends and family helps us reach more listeners and continue delivering content you enjoy. For more information about the podcast, the host, or our parent company, please visit the link in this episode's description. Also visit us on YouTube and Rumble to see and hear every content produced by Alger Productions. Thank you once again for your time and support. Until next time, stay tuned and stay inspired.